Welcome to Loaded Talk. I am Frank Kraft, your congressman, the third most popular candidate that's ever been. Along with me is the leader of all legumes, El Capitan himself. What's up, planet Earth? I'm Charlie. Charlie. That's first and foremost. Happy Father's Day, Charlie. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day to everybody else. It's not in the room, kind of, but mainly to me and Charlie. Uh, I guess our dads. <laughs> um, have you, did you see, so we've been gone a couple weeks, obviously. I was out of the country, and then I came back to a house that had been neglected for the time I was out of the country. <laughs> but, uh. Did you see what was happening in Vegas with the alien stuff? Um, I heard something about it, but I never looked into it because I just assumed it was another, I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it's a fun one. The uh, A lot of people were reporting these lights in the sky, right? And it's uh, kind of like maybe triangle shape, I think. You know, there's lots of video and still frames of just like, you know, boop, 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 boop. And so it's, this looked like a, a lighted you know, aerial vehicle of some sort. And then the, people start seeing it go down, you know, like kind of crashing or whatever, just going down. And, uh, so apparently, you know, lots of people saw it. They're calling in and calling in. So this one family calls in nine one one and they're like, Hey, there's these like human kind of people. They're like, they're sort of people. Uh, they're like eight, nine, ten feet tall. Got big shiny eyes and like really big mouths and and the, the operator's like okay so you said you got some some people or some creatures like yeah I don't think these are human and it's like and they're I mean they're like ten feet tall and they're like okay it's like and they're like looking at us right now <laughs> <laughs> and so the operator's like oh, okay well we'll dispatch a cop so the cop you know has the camera on his little cop cam but apparently his partner had seen the lights go down this thing and so his partner was already like i think it was an alien or something we saw a crash and so now he gets a call to respond to like two aliens in the backyard of these people's house and so he's all hyped up he, like he's talking to himself all the way i was like holy shit i can't believe this i can't believe this you know so he's running out and he talks to him and you know he interviews them they they seem scared you know they seem a little flustered and he's like i, I believe you i believe you to understand did anything land in your yard you know my partner saw something land so he's got all these sorts of questions, but uh, you know they never they never found the aliens, believe it or not. Hmm. Uh, but I saw an update which reminded me of the story where the the cops have now put I guess wildlife cameras. They've put cameras in these people's backyard because they're just like I don't know. We'll see if they come back. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know what to make of that. Uh, but the cop didn't seem to think that they were all like drugged out or stupid or anything. So hmm. I mean. For what that's worth, but you know, I don't know. It's kind of a fun story. We might have had aliens walking amongst us, ten feet tall. They went immediately to Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> aliens were like, we could go to the Capitol, but we just want to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone says, we got to check out this Area Fifty One place. Like, let's do it. It is weird though, isn't it? That like you know, you've got Area Fifty One out there, and that's like the kind of HQ of all the alien stuff. And you got that other place where, um, oh, shoot, that engineer guy that said he was working on, like, reverse engineering UFOs. There's, like, a Netflix documentary about him. Oh, uh, it's a good it's a good Netflix documentary. He uh, He's, like, this just super nerd, like, super nerdy. He got, uh, he got 
put it in a magazine when he was like in his 20s because he put a jet engine on like a volvo or something awesome and yeah and so like uh but he worked at uh was it las cruces or whatever mm, las, yeah 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 and so uh so anyway he gets this job offer from the government he says and they take him out every day to this one area and there's basically a a hangar inside of a mountain and he says there's you know these different spacecrafts and he you know his was very focused on uh, the propulsion system of this one type that they had and uh, but he said you could see other ones and kind of the word amongst the offices some of them were so old they came from like excavations and others were like crashes that were maybe more recent oh. but he, like he swears to it and the guy like um he's compelling and that he hasn't tried to make any money off of it ever and uh like i heard him on rogan and it was one of those things at the very end rogan's like was well, there anything else you know you want to leave us with and he goes if anybody that's had or thinks they've had experience with spacecraft or aliens or anything like that and he's like and i can't stress this enough i don't want to know about it don't call me don't tell me about it like i don't care i don't want to know anything about it and uh but he got basically he says he got fired because at some point, he was getting a little freaked out because he started thinking like this propulsion system that he says like bends gravity. Like if you picture a sheet that you put a bowling ball in, and so it kind of just sucks the the device or the the ship over that way. Uh, but he said he started thinking like, what would happen if we took a nuclear reactor to like you know the 1500s? It's like these idiots would be banging on it, and at some point, someone would get cancer and die, and then they get, then someone else would go in, and they get cancer and die. At some point, they go, oh, it's a curse, you know, it's some sort of voodoo or whatever. He's like, so I'm looking at this thing that's so much more advanced than anything we have, and I don't, I don't know at all how it works after, you know, years. And you start thinking, like, am I going to suddenly get some weird disease and die? But, uh, but they do test flights. So at some point, he decided, like, he was telling his friends about it, which he wasn't supposed to do. But they go out, he's like, what? I'll show you. And they'd go up to this ridge and watch a test flight. And so, um, so he said they got bolder and dumber. So he said at one point, you know, they had, like, a, the camper up there and, you know, they're just hanging out and, uh, like, I think they had barbecuing and shit, just not being, uh, not being subtle. And all of a sudden they just hear this, like, they look down, there's like night vision goggles that had just kind of fallen forward near his feet. And they're like, what the hell? And all of a sudden it's just, you know, and so anyway, he got fired. So, uh, but, uh, that was around the Vegas area, but that dude, what is that dude's name? Anyway, the, the Netflix documentary is fun it's worth a watch yeah i still don't know if things are alien or if the u.s and china have some really wild stuff that we're just not talking about of course like i don't know we sink a lot of money into to like jets and stuff if we have this like secret tool over there that we can fly faster than all of them why would we keep making these damn jets we well, yeah, have i've heard elon a few times discuss how we take for granted China's space program and how adva- more advanced. He's like, I'm glad you guys support SpaceX and how advanced we're, you know, with reutilizing rockets and all yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, but you seriously need to look at China's space program. And that's, I don't doubt it. You know, part of me, I get a little bit of red flag with outwardly authoritarian regimes you know like whether it's communists like china or uh the soviet union was but when there's like you know 
one might argue that, you know, we all kind of have authoritarian regimes we're living under. Um, but in America, we still pretend we don't. And, you know, in Canada, they pretend they don't. Yeah. Somebody's here. Um, England, yeah, a lot of Western nations, we pretend like democracy means something, representative republic means something, um, and that we're not getting screwed all the time. But when you got a country like China, or it's just like, no, I'm in charge. The party's in charge. Um, I think back to like what we learned about the Cold War, the arms races, and we're just like, man, Soviet Union, like they're ahead of us. Look at all this. Meanwhile, they're staging fake parades with inflatable tanks and crap like that, you know? And so, like, I mean, China is much bigger and I think definitely better financed uh, than the Soviet Union um, and with equal kind of do it this do it our way or we'll kill you and your whole family for three generations. Um, so it's very well possible that they do have hypersonic flight capabilities well they're and their access to material alone is concerning (laughs) that's that is where they've been just brilliant like you know they loan money to a country that is oh by the way we make sure all of our settings on our border the way they're supposed to be after we're monkeying with stuff sorry just okay good just random thought i had um oh and that uh weird things are happening again are they I think it's because we talked about aliens. It's probably that. Let me make sure the camera mics are muted in the software, too. And I'm sorry. I just kind of thought about all that. But, uh, but now, the way China has, like, loaned money to these countries that can't pay them back, and it's always countries that have, like, huge amounts of natural resources, you know? And then, inevitably, the country can't pay them back, and they go, well, we'll take your port, or we'll take your mines. And so now, like, and, um, we good? All right. You said the camera mics themselves? Yeah, like if you're in the volume setting in there, um, like the, I think there's a separate mixer tab, like a volume mixer tab. Yeah, I'm in that. So just one and three, you just pull down the the audio kind of deal. I think it's probably fine, but. There we go. um, But no, that's why like the cobalt mines in Africa, you know, are Chinese controlled largely. And a lot of, like there's a lot of mines out there that, you know, China controls them and they've just get those resources they're not naturally in their part of the world but they're figuring out a way to like kind of free market conquer Mm -hmm. you know take over ports build ports yeah i mean like if you know russia kind of took their port uh when they went into uh oh hell what was it that they conquered like years ago um Crimea. crimea yeah so yeah, it's getting all jumbled in my head. But yeah, Crimea, you know, they went in and just kind of took it. And we didn't do anything because we didn't want to go to war. And no one did anything. Um, and there weren't really shots fired. I mean, they had some private operators over there making sure things went their way. Um, but, you know, when Russia does it by force, everyone goes, well, that's not very nice. But when China goes, well, look, we loaned them like a trillion dollars and they paid us back a hundred bucks. So their collateral was the mine. And we go, well, that's how collateral works, guys. You know, you really need to pay attention to these deals you're making. <laughs> oh, that was another bit. This isn't even on my list. But uh, did you see what was out about apparently what China's up to in Cuba? Uh-uh. Oh, yes. So another call back to the Soviet Union days, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, 
China apparently has been or is planning to. I forget which article came out second. Uh, one of the articles I read said that they're planning on building a spy headquarters in Cuba and then also giving them something like, or investing something like $300 billion in the nation to like rebuild infrastructure and all that kind of stuff. So Cuba's just like, come on in. You, know, <laughs> you want to spy on America and give us money? <laughs> Done. Um, but I saw another article that said they have been spying on America from uh, from there. So I don't know. Wonderful. They've probably been there and spying, but now they're going to build their new fancy. You know, but they say they'll have the ability to intercept communications from Southeast United States, which Great. of course CENTCOM is in Tampa, and there's a number of Air Force bases in Florida and military bases all along the Southeast. And I don't know if Southeast includes Washington, D.C., or if that's a little bit too far north. It's really borderline. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't call it the South, but it's, you know, Virginia's. So we'll, we'll be seeing more balloons shortly? <laughs> I think with this, they don't even need the balloons. They're just like, oh, we just hold our microphone up in the air. Right. <laughs> like, oh, the wind's blowing this way. Oh, good. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, that's good. So that probably won't make us respond somehow and end up in World War Three. No. No, it'll be fine. Um, all right. Well, so this is something... That is kind of, it's, you know, we've talked about various things going on with the, the transgender community and kind of the political movement behind a lot of the stuff um, that isn't really based in allowing people to live their lives as much as it is somebody stoking fire for some reason. You know, people, a lot of people have their hair on fire constantly. Well, in California, um, this one piece of legislation just made it out of committee so you know you go in committee people talk about this bill if the committee passes it then it actually goes to the floor um, and theoretically if things are running the right way and that's where you can have more debates and more amendments and all that kind of stuff on the floor open transparent of course not if you're the u.s house of representatives that's we stopped operating like that um and largely thanks to paul ryan and then really capitalized on by nancy pelosi and you know, but Democrats and Republicans are very different. Um, <laughs> but, uh, all right, so in California, here, you can pop over on this one. Nope. Cookie no, Monster. Cookie Monster. Let's try. Come on. C is for a cookie, and cookie is for me. Let's see if it gives me anything. I don't know, give it a shot now. There we go. All right, so he's a Republican in California, state elected guy. You need to flee. California lawmaker calls for an exodus as child gender affirmation bill advances. So this is from Washington Times. Um, now maybe I'll just read it here. California parents who refuse to affirm their child's gender identity could find themselves losing custody disputes under a bill advancing in the state legislature, prompting one Republican lawmaker to urge families to escape before it's too late. Assembly Bill 957 passed the Senate Judici Judiciary Committee on an 8-1 to one vote Tuesday, despite a growing backlash against legislation, which would require judges in family custody cases to take into account whether the parents support a, gender, a child's gender identity. Um, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. There's no nuance in this bill. It matters not the age of the child, the absurdity of the identity adopted, 
comorbid mental health issues, or persistence. Family court judges will be compelled to favor the parent who affirms the child's delusions, says Aaron Friday. So basically, with this uh, this bill, it says that if you're going through a divorce, there's a custody dispute. Um, I love my pie hole that interrupts all these ads. Look at all these ads. They just can't serve. <laughs> Take that. Um, but basically, it says that um, if you're in a custody dispute... And the child, or maybe the parent says the child, is uh, trans or non-binary or whatever. If the other parent says, like, no, it's like, well, little, you know, I think Charlie really is Charlotte now. And uh, seven years old, you know, we're going to start some hormones as soon as we can, wear dresses and all that. If dad's just like, which this is a case that happened before, dad's like, at my house, like, he doesn't ask to wear a dress. He doesn't ask to be called Charlotte. Like, he likes to, like, ride his bike and play baseball. And, like, we just hang out and it's, it's cool. Like, I don't think, I think there's some confusion here, but I don't think it's, I don't think there's, you know, gender issues. Uh, well, that's child abuse under this. Oh. Now, not, it's not criminal child abuse and that you won't be charged for abusing the child. Uh, but when the judge has to weigh, who gets custody, how the split works, it will be the exact same as if you uh, were beating or diddling your child. Wow. Yeah. And, like, you know, the, the bleeding hearts will say, well, it is abuse if, uh, you know, you got a trans child and the one parent's like, you're not trans, damn it. You know, I'm not calling you Charlotte, you're Charlie. Um but, like this guy said, it was actually Aaron, Aaron, this lady said, it's true, the lack of nuance, this is just, in general, two people. And so if the child says, yeah, no, I'm, I'm trans, um, and like, I'm six and I'm trans and I'm going to be a transformer when I grow up. Um, this is like, well, that's the gender identity. Like, sir, what, what's the deal? Or what do you say, sir? And if you go. No, he just said he wants to be a transformer when he grows up. Like, I just think, I think it's been hard because we've been fighting the house and there's all this conflict and I think, you know, maybe some counseling would be good, but I don't think it's, a, it's like child abuse, child abuse, no custody or supervised custody, you know, because if you're, you know, the most you can help or hope for if you're, you know, an abusive type parent and rightfully so, uh, is uh, supervised visits, you know, the old Miss Doubtfire thing. Um, she really got screwed on that one. How did he only have supervised visits? What did Robin Williams ever do to those kids? Because he had a party, I think. Oh, right? was that it? Yeah, that party. Yeah. yeah. Sally Field, you know, just one right. Um, Sally Field. So your rights are at the door if you disagree with something. Yes. Great. If you, if you, if there's a conflict on how to raise your child with your spouse, with whom you're going through a divorce, um, and it just happens to be on gender identity, then it really doesn't matter if you say your child is the gender your child was born as. You might as well be... You know, you're going to have to start dressing up as a lady and being a nanny to see your kid. <laughs> it's, a, it's an odd... <laughs> odd result, but denying trans... Requires you to cross-dress in order to see your kids. Huh. Yeah, isn't that funny? 
be it suck if you get the, the whole you know you go to your your gay cousins over there that work in the makeup industry and they get you all dolled up and you're ready to go and you're dressed up as a lady you're doing the housework and you're just like well he's not wearing a dress at all like was this just a lie for the court case like, he still looks like a boy like, why do i look like this <laughs> and that's how it became reality <laughs> so that was I don't know how that'll shake out perhaps it'll get voted down I would we'll see it, go ahead <laughs> is the air different in California what's going on over there it almost seems like it's own country it, yeah well you know sometimes they say they want to be one it's just like well you you rack up a lot of debt that we pay for because anytime the the government bails out California. You know, it's not California taxpayers bailing them out. You know, it's all of us states that aren't broke. Well, it's actually all of the taxpayers. We're all paying out of the federal government. And they just go, there you go. Get your books in order, California. Don't do anything zany again. But there's a little different in California. A lot of weed smoke, even compared to everywhere else. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's the problem. Maybe they just hotboxed the state a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> just crack a window just a little uh, air in. <laughs> uh, of course you know so that that's something that just popped up towards the end of the week but uh obviously some of the biggest news that's been coming out over the last little bit is what's been going on with our current and former president um old donald j is j for james john what's his middle name i don't know Josiah, Donald, Josiah Trump. Jermaine. Uh, Jermaine. <laughs> Definitely Jermaine. Donald, Jermaine, Tito, Trump, Jackson, Jr. <laughs> uh, but uh, he got indicted. Um, he'll probably get indicted, I think, one or two more times before the primary election. Because uh, Georgia, I think they're going to indict him for the phone call where he said, find the votes. And then, I think the feds might and try and indict him on January 6th still. So one or two more coming. Um, he's got two currently. The New York one that has literally nothing to it. Um, this one, uh, they, the indictment makes, if you know, indictments charges. So that's before the defense gets a chance to present their own side of things. Um, but... Not a great indictment, if you're Donald Trump. Um, and we'll cover here and see what we have. <clears throat> this is from... Are we good? Okay. Politico. Trump haphazardly stashed material secrets throughout his home, indictment says. See, that's a bathroom. That picture of the bathroom. <laughs> First of all, hell of a chandelier for a bathroom. <laughs> that's... My bathroom does not have enough chandeliers. Is that also a dining room? Like, I can't tell. <laughs> you know, it's Donald Trump. I would not be shocked if he was pooping and eating Big Macs at the same time. <laughs> yeah. In and out, same time. It's called efficiency. All right. Kyle Cheney and Josh Gerstein. A federal indictment unsealed Friday. Uh, federal indictment unsealed Friday charges former President Donald Trump with 37 felony counts stemming from an investigation to the presence of a trove of classified information at his Florida estate and other locations after he left office. So this is all the documents, of course. Prosecutors, led by Special Counsel Jack Smith, allege that Trump arranged to remove a massive collection of highly sensitive classified materials, much of which 
consi- consists of intelligence about the defense and weapons capabilities of the United States and foreign countries, uh, brought to his private re- residence. He had aides stash those records in boxes that also included personal items and ordered them shipped to Mar-a-Lago. Let's see, 90, the 49-page document says that at least two occasions, Trump showed classified records to visitors without security clearances at his golf club at Bedminster, New Jersey. So I guess he took them to Jersey. And was like, hey, look at this. Including a map of military operation to a representative of his political committee. And I think one of the people he showed stuff to is like a biographer. Like he's writing a biography about him. <clears throat> And uh, I know that there's some audio somehow, or transcripts of audio, but uh, in one of them he says to either the representative of his pack or the author, I forget which one, but he's like, he's like, look at this. He's like, you know, it's crazy. As president, I could say, declassified. It's declassified. Now, not president anymore. I can't do that. He's like, well, I could just, well, not classified. And so it seems to imply that he knew it was still classified. Um, which is also not ideal for a defense. Um, let's see. As the Justice Department began inquiring about the record stash at Trump's house, the indictment alleges, Trump ordered an aide, Walt Nauta, Nauta, to begin moving boxes with classified records to obscure them from investigators. Uh, he did this without informing his attorney. Trump did it without informing his attorney, uh, who's preparing to search Trump's property in compliance with court-authorized subpoenas <clears throat> to recover his records. Uh, 31 counts of violating the Espionage Act, which is a BS law enacted to stop protesters from protesting World War One. Woodrow Wilson. Um, through willful retention of classified records, six counts, including obstruction of justice and false statements stemming from his alleged efforts to impede the investigation. Nada is also charged with six felonies related to the alleged cover-up. Which, obviously, they're trying to get Nada to flip on Trump. That's why they're hitting him with six felonies. And they Smith says, we have one set of laws in this country. Uh, they apply to everyone. Um, which, of course, when you're talking about classified documents being mishandled, it doesn't seem like we have one set of laws. Because, remember Biden? He had him in his like school, like the University of Delaware office. And in his garage next to his Corvette. And one other place. He had three locations with just boxes and boxes of documents. But like in his garage. Which is, well, the door has a lock. Uh, Mike Pence. He had not as many. He had a couple documents that he found. But uh, Hillary Clinton had all of her email going through a server that uh, the feds say was almost definitely hacked by foreign parties. Like Russia and China. Nothing there, you know? Uh, but there was uh, some Navy guy that took a picture of something. You know, he got court-martialed because it was like on a submarine, technically classified. Uh, it was almost nothing, you know? That guy, you know, string him up, you know? But no, most of the politicians, they can just get away with it all the time. But Bill Clinton had that guy, uh, Sandy Berger, Sneak into, not sneak, he went into the Clinton library, presidential library, but there's some document that they wanted out of there. They didn't want it to be in the library. Sandy Berger shoved it down in his socks and snuck it out of there. And he kind of got caught, but uh, documenting it caught, you know? <clears throat> so the idea that there's one set of 
one set of laws is not true, which I think is, you know, it might be selective, uh, selective prosecution uh, might actually be somewhat of a defense or like a motion for getting dismissed on the front end. Um, let's see. What else we got? <clears throat> okay, an ex-president intent on squirreling away national military secrets at his home, irrespective of political consequences. Oh, I don't care. Um, at one point in December 2021, Nada found several boxes toppled in Trump's Mar-a-Lago storage room <clears throat> with papers strewn about the floor, including some labeled as Five Eyes Intelligence, which is, of course, the international collaboration of all of our spooks to make sure we can all spy on each other without breaking our own laws. So England and Australia and Israel or whatever, they'll spy on us and give it to America. We'll spy on their people, give it to them, and... It's okay. Prism. So, <laughs> prism. Um, and da, 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 da. So those, he took a couple photos and sent them to another Trump employee of the spilled docs. Um, yeah, they're trying to say each charge is 10-year sentence. Like, there's, Trump is not going to get a life sentence. I mean, like, he's 70-whatever, like, 30 years of the life sentence. Um, so he's going to be a that's the BS indictment. <clears throat> the indictment lists 31 specific documents uh, that he's accused of withholding. 21 of the documents are described as top secret, 9 as secret, and 1 as lacking classification marking but involving military contingency planning. So one's not a secret. Um, let's see. But they basically are saying that, you know, he was aware the whole time that he had the documents... Uh, he knew that they wanted him to turn it in. He was hiding them on purpose, you know, and you can't do that, which is technically true. Um, what did you uh, What did you think when all this stuff was coming out? Um, well, it just sounded, the first thing that came to mind is it just sounded very familiar. <laughs> yeah. um, I, th- <laughs> I thought we just got done with, in fact, Joe Biden's son stayed in the house when the documents were in the house. That's right. And he was dealing with the, what was it, China or Ukraine or something. Right. That time. Yeah. 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 It's like, and he didn't have clearance. Like, uh, and maybe there was a prostitute with him at the time, too. Like, listen, <laughs> he is a respectful young man. There's no way he'd bring over a prostitute and smoke crack with her while she rubs his unit with her foot. <laughs> and he wouldn't video it. I. My favorite part still about all the Hunter Biden stuff is the videos where, like, he's just hanging out with the hooker. I think maybe in the afterglow or maybe before they've gotten down. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, just hanging out and smoking crack. And and the uh, the hooker's got the, the phone or the camera or whatever and is interviewing him, you know. And he's very forthright when uh, being interviewed by hookers. Uh, talking about how he's lost several laptops He's pretty sure Russians took at least one of them. <laughs> and they're like, why? He's like, this is who my dad is. <laughs> it's just like, oh. And uh, I think he even says that he thinks that a hooker stole a laptop like for the Russians or something. Which he says to the hooker that he's fucking crack with. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. <laughs> But uh, one of the things that's interesting about the Trump case is <clears throat> they are figuring out how to use his lawyers against him. 
excuse me. He, uh, so there's attorney client privilege, right? Um, but you can't use that to concoct a crime, right? So if you're my attorney and, uh, I can't say, all right, we're going to embezzle this money. I need shell companies set up cause I'm going to try to launder it through these shell companies and then we'll trickle it down. We'll do this. Like if it's clear that we're talking about a criminal <clears throat> enterprise, that's just, you know, whatever it is, racketeering or something. Um, but it's, uh, but you don't have attorney client privilege at that point. The attorney is participating in a crime. And so there was, um, I guess audio somehow. I don't know how there's audio. Um, but, uh, at some point Trump was asking his lawyers about all the record stuff. <clears throat> and he's just like, well, you know, Hillary's lawyers, they stepped up. They stepped up right away. They came in there like, oh, that was our fault. You know, like we did that. That was our fault. Uh, we lost some records. And he's like, that worked. He's like, they just, the lawyers came in like, oh, our bad. Yeah. We lost documents. We don't know where they are. And that was fine. He's like, what happens if, I mean, what if we lost documents with that? What would happen? And uh, he's like, I mean, could something like that, because Hillary's lawyers lost it. What what happens if the documents just aren't there? And so, you know, he's asking these sorts of questions, <clears throat> which, of course, it's legal and and there's no impropriety in asking your lawyer if something is legal. You know, like, is this a good strategy? That's illegal. We can't do that. Oh, like, that's not um, that's not a conspiracy to commit a crime. You know, that's. I mean, it's a little bit, but it's one thing. It's one thing for Trump to phrase it as a question, even if he's hoping. Trump can hope that the lawyer picks it up and goes, "Oh, we'll look into that. Let me have those documents and see what happens." You know, he can he can hope that it's a little <laughs> wink nod. You know, let's, yeah. let's see what happens. <clears throat> but the the reality of it is, if you ask, what happens? And the lawyer goes, oh, it's, it'd be bad, you know, it'd be this crime, be bad, a crime, we can't go that way. And you go, okay, okay. Well, then that's not a crime. And there is confidentiality there. Um, but there, but chunks of the Fed's case involves communication with Trump's lawyers. And so that's interesting. <clears throat> and then the other part is, let's see, not that one. I'm looking at this article from Axios. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. I don't care about Michael Cohen. I don't care about a flashback. So Corcoran, who remains a member of Trump's legal team, was forced to testify after a judge determined there was sufficient evidence that Trump and Corcoran... Uh, sufficient evidence that Trump used Corcoran, uh, Corcoran to commit a crime. A move that pierce the standard attorney-client privilege. <clears throat> um, the 37-account indictment alleges the Trump legal team falsely certified to the Justice Department that all classified documents Trump had taken have been turned over. Trump allegedly misled Corcoran by directing his personal aide, Walt Nada, to move dozens of boxes containing classified records before Corcoran arrived at Mar-a-Lago to conduct, conduct a review. <clears throat> so what they're saying is, in addition to uh, kind of what I was talking about before, because Trump lied to his lawyers and tried to hide things from his lawyers so his lawyers could go and say, 
No, that's it. I did an exhaustive search, and uh, all the boxes are gone. So y'all have to have everything. They're not here. Because uh, Trump was like, move it. And move it again. <laughs> you know, in uh, Scooby-Doo, when they're in the hallway, and they're popping out of all the doors? <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> the lawyer was looking around. He had his magnifying glass, and Nada was just sitting there like this, popping out other doors, running across the hall with the boxes. Scooby pops out at some point. There's a Harlem Globetrotters for no reason. Um, Move it to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Beneath the chandelier. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so in addition to, to, to the conspiring with his lawyer, I think because Trump uh, tricked his lawyer, they're saying you've been used to commit a crime because you've falsely, what they say, certified or whatever. Um, you falsely certified that this thing was done when it wasn't done. I, I'm no expert. I don't think that should destroy client privilege, right? Because, like, say you're a criminal defense attorney, right? And I don't know what the person did. Who cares? The mafioso guy, right? And you're defending your client. Um, first of all, you're never going to ask your client, did you murder that guy? Right. I mean, you're allowed to. But you shouldn't, because um, that's, it's just not good. You can do a much better defense if you're not pretending to, you know. But anyway, if if uh, <clears throat> your client uh, was a drug dealer or whatever, and you go in and it's like, okay, well, before we do this, you know, your client has to pass a drug test. And you go, okay, no problem. And you give them a drug test. Maybe you had a cleanser on them or fake pee or something like that. Boom, pass some flying colors. You go, hey, he passed flying colors. I certify he is sober, has not used drugs in the last whatever days. Um, If they go, well, do it again right now. And then, well, he doesn't have the cleanser anymore. He pees and all of a sudden, oops, there's cocaine and pot and heroin and meth and I don't know, other drugs that are tested for. What else do they test for? PCP. PCP yeah. yeah. I don't even know anybody. I haven't heard anybody outside of a movie, even in a movie, use PCP. Training Day was the last time I heard about PCP. Yeah, Training Day. That's probably about right. It can't be that popular. I mean, you just assume you'd see some people where you're like, oh, PCP. Like, <laughs> right. You know, people smoking spice and everything else. You'd think you'd be like, oh, PCP. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh, anyway, so if you're client tricks you and passes a drug test and you certify something and then the, it's like oops they trick i don't think that should i mean that should as an attorney obviously you have a right to kick your client to the curb and go look man if i can't trust you to do what i want you know how am i supposed to defend you against these serious charges but i don't think the state gets to step in and be like well, you got tricked one time so we get to hear all of the conversations you've had right. over all this stuff like that's it's your fault you got tricked. Yeah, not only not like, only is it your fault you got tricked, but like because you got tricked, any conversation you've had with your client up to this point now is not protected, even though in that moment you were offering it as, you know, privileged content. The your client was treating it as privileged, speaking in a manner which they would not do in front of a investigator or something like that. They go, nope, psych. So I don't, 
I have a feeling that there's going to be some motions on the front end that get rid of some of the evidence. And I think the lawyer stuff is going to get, get tossed out. I think, you know, court of public opinion, it's already out there. Um, and which might be more about what they're going for anyway. <clears throat> but I, I don't, I don't know how a judge lets that stand, you know? Um, and it's helpful when you're one Don, Donald, Jebediah, Jermaine, <laughs> Tito, <laughs> Trump, Jackson Jr., um, that the judge, the federal judge, he will be seen, uh, he appointed. And so that, that is a little helpful. You know, it's one of the nice things about being an ex-president is sometimes you, you put all those people in power and they better remember who did it. Um, hold on, I gotta take a drink. Say so. <laughs> yeah, um, that kind of works out in his favor a little bit. But yeah, the whole, you, you can't be accused of something if technically you were ignorant of what you're being accused of. No, you can be. That's, you know, the old uh, ignorance of a crime is not a good defense. Um, which I think is stupid, you know, because like there's, like, how do you prove that? I, well, that's the thing. They go, it doesn't matter if you know about the law or not. It's the law. And so, therefore, know it, don't know it, can't do it. And so, you did it. But, like, there's so many laws. And, like, it, it's different in each state, too. And, like, you were born. Ah, and, like, you're a child. And you're playing stuff. You don't know that there's this many. Like, did you ever go into a law office, like, pre-2000 or whatever? If or even people lawyers that have just been practicing for a while when they have these books oh on their on the on shelves, the shelves the, yeah, the yeah. books of the laws and it's just like <clears throat> it's <clears throat> like multiple encyclopedias of, yeah, of the law. biggest books you've ever seen is like <laughs> volume 1 <laughs> and you're just like all of those laws rule me right now every one of them and yeah, there's more in my house <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously like it's i remember just being a i remember being a kid and seeing these things I'm like how like all of these um but yeah that's then they just go well no you gotta know them all we're not gonna tell them to you you like nowadays you can look it up on the internet and just read through all, all of the florida statutes um then you'll know the florida ones and you gotta go through all the federal statutes uh but if you go to a different state of course you need to read all their statutes um so i really do think ignorance in certain cases should be a good defense you know if it's laws that made it into the uh Ten Commandments, <clears throat> I think it's a harder sell to say that you didn't know. You know, the whole stealing and killing, you know, coveting your neighbor's ass. Shouldn't do that. Right. <laughs> the, the obvious ones. Yeah. But uh, but beyond that, you know, well, you can't, uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you, you can't jaywalk on a Sunday with an ice cream cone. It's like, oh, okay. Um. So that was a big thing, of course, Trump getting indicted. Well, uh, as a little segue uh, to what was happening around the same time, um, on Fox News, this producer got uh, fired uh, for uh, a little scroll. The, what do they call that thing? The, um, on the on-screen message. No, they got a name for it. What's the name for the little... Uh, I don't even know they named it. Oh, yeah. It's, got, it's not a... It's, uh, <clears throat> well, whatever. 
It'll come to me a lot time a lot later. But all right, flip over here. I'm gonna take a look here. This oh, a- Cookie Monster's getting Cookie us. Cookie Monster for ABC News. Let me refresh. Let's see. Son of a gun. All right. Well, whatever. I'll just tell you what it said. It's just less fun. But uh, basically, Fox uh, is covering all the stuff going on. So they got a split screen. And so on one side, they got Joe Biden talking to the White House. The other side, they got uh, Trump talking from Jersey. And uh, the little text at the bottom says, Wannabe dictator speaks at the White House after having his political rival arrested. (laughs) Which is hilarious. (laughs) Fox News alert. You know, man, I wish I saw that live. <laughs> I, well, apparently, it was only up for like thirty seconds. They made him pull it down, and then um, gave him hell for it. And so, like, oh, but then they ended up firing him. He was there for over a decade, and they fired the guy for doing this. That text on the screen, as if that's really the end of the world, you know. Uh, Tucker Carlson did a whole episode on Twitter. You know, that's where his show is now, um, which I. I think I've heard right now he's just kind of, you know, just kind of kicking it. He's not even, like, monetizing the content, just seeing what's up. Um, but he did a great, like, ten minutes on, it's like, of course he's not a wannabe dictator. Wannabe dictators would do this and, like, list all the stuff that he's doing. Right. <laughs> but uh, real quick on Tucker, episode one, all of his episodes are, like, ten minutes right now. 118 million views. Two has 58.9 million. Three has 98.5 million. And, you know, some of these might not be people that watch the whole thing. And then this new one that came out two days ago is sitting right around 28 million. Um, So when we were talking about him averaging about 3 million viewers a night on Fox, I think he's doing okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why he doesn't monetize it yet. He just wants to steal viewership. I think part of it is, I think part of it is kind of doing kind of things that like we do, where we're kind of knocking dust off of stuff as we go, and we're gonna keep getting better. Ooh, wait till y'all see what we have coming up for you soon. We already got this nice fancy border and stuff, but oh, oh, Charlie's been chopping it up. Anyway, um. So I think part of it's that, just like figuring out a show, like getting out there, doing content, getting people engaged, and then... Putting feelers out, basically. Yeah, but uh, I think the other part is he's in a lawsuit right now with Fox. Ah. They sent him a cease and desist, and Tucker's lawyers seem pretty awesome. They basically go tell him to pound sand, and they can do whatever they want. Uh, but I think it's a lot harder to claim damages um, in this near... It's like he's just talking on Twitter, and he hasn't monetized the content. So, like, what money... Has he taken from you? Because, you know, he still has the money that Fox is paying him, you know? Um, it's just that now he's competing with them, talking shit about him, and getting, you know, whatever that is. What the hell is that? 33 times the viewers? <laughs> right, yeah. Were, were they sinking? MSNBC beat Fox the other night? Like Wow. Yeah, like MSNBC, which was always a third, if not smaller than that. Um, yeah, Fox is... Fox seems to be tanking, and, you know, to hell with them. <laughs> a lot of changing of the guard going on right now. I think it's, um, I think the change is independent media, you know. Um, Substack, I think, changed a whole lot um, for these writers where they don't have to be held captive by the New York Times or or any of these cats. Um, <clears throat> and so they can, they can have a subscription-based model, and they're trying to add 
video and all that kind of stuff to it too. I don't know how that's been going. Um, I guess not great since I haven't seen it, but maybe some people are doing it. Um, but you know, and then the podcasts and stuff, there's a lot of people with podcasts. Um, uh, but the fact that you can take, you know, when Bill Riley, uh, Bill O'Reilly got fired, uh, he has his own website now <clears throat> and I'm sure he's doing good, I guess, you know, making money. Um, but you got to subscribe on BillOReilly.com to see all your stuff, you know. Um, and so you got to be pretty hardcore into Bill O'Reilly to go subscribe at BillOReilly.com. But if you go on Twitter, you know, you don't have to be that hardcore to be like, you've got, I never followed Tucker Carlson until recently. I was like, screw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow him. Why not? You know, it doesn't cost me anything. Yep. And so, like, a little 10-minute video, I'll be doing something. I'll turn it on in the background. I'm like, all right, let's see what old Tucker's got to say. Um, <clears throat> never watched any of his episodes of Fox, but yeah. same here. Yeah, but uh, but that's easy. You know, YouTube people love watching. I think the independent media thing is really changing. I think you know the YouTube guard will be the next like Goliath that will be hard to squash. That'll still be in the game of censoring uh, and all that, <clears throat> uh, depending on what you have to say and all that. And depending on how comfortable you are being demonetized, because um, that's you know with Tucker, I guess he's not to worry about that. But I know uh, we were talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, and like he was on a podcast with uh, the comedian Theo Vaughn, the dude with the mullet, mm. um, and I guess like a year ago or two years ago or something. And so Theo and he was going to go back on, <clears throat> but uh, Theo Vaughn got a, a strike. YouTube sent him a strike. For this content that was like a year too old and so like he basically was like hey like, i, I want to have you back on i'm just afraid of losing my livelihood if we talk about covid or something you know because um, obviously yeah if, if it's paying the bills like as much as you want to do your show and speak the truth especially if you're kind of a comedian type anyway where you're not really out there to change minds of covid you're just asking people stuff you know right, just right asking people and they, these people are talking about studies that other people have done you know uh, you're not not trying to break the internet or anything uh, it's one of those like well i would much rather keep my livelihood and not have to like get a job somewhere um than like have this guy on um so i think that beast will be a hard one Elon's obviously doing something with Twitter to move it towards the X everything app, you know? So maybe that, and you know, rumble exists, uh, publicly traded now. So, you know, there's, there's avenues. Um, but I think that's the, the next hurdle. Um, <clears throat> okay. Well, right before Trump gets indicted, of course, this other piece of news comes out. Let's see if cookie monster behaves. Hey, look at that. Newsweek. Everything we know about Joe Biden's Joe Biden's $5 million bribe allegations so joe had nothing to do with any of hunter's business of course oh no no new and this is newsweek so they always kind of poo-poo stuff uh newly circulating allegations against the biden family accuses the president and son of coercing officials with ukraine excuse me ukrainian gas giant burisma into giving them each five million dollars as a part of an elaborate influence peddling scheme during joe biden's stint as vice president no however the latest claims of alleged wrongdoing like other recent claims surrounding the biden family business deal abroad lack concrete whatever lack concrete evidence um 
Let's see. Da, da, da. Okay, so the Federalist said, Joe and son Hunter coerced a Burisma official to pay them $10 million in bribes, a claim allegedly verified in a series of 17 audio recordings purporting to depict a series of meetings between the family and Burisma founder uh, Mikola Solachevsky. So uh, <clears throat> basically what it is, is there is an FD-1023 form, uh, which the FBI uses as a sort of tip sheet that allows the agency to document unverified allegations of wrongdoing. So if you go, I got something to report, you write down on 1023 the FBI, and then that's kind of the start. Well, so um, what's his face? Zolachevsky. Is that his name? I'll say it one more time. So maybe Zolachevsky. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, the forum says that Zolachevsky kept 17 audio files. He was recording conversations. 15 with Hunter, but two with Joe. And it was kind of his, like, get-out-of-jail-free type thing. Just because, like... Smart. Ukraine is so has always been corrupt. You know, it's, it's, it's been corrupt. And so when you trade the Russians for the Americans... Um, but <clears throat> it's the same games being played. Like, you know, it's not your first rodeo. Like, you've, you've been bribing people. You've been bribed. You do bribes. I mean, it's just business, you know? And so, of course, you're going to keep some cards up your sleeve. Yep. Like, what, all of a sudden, like, Joe Biden is going to somehow be, like, the savior of Ukraine. Right. And, like, you know, yeah, well, Putin, Putin's people, sometimes you had to slide them a little cash. But, like, Biden, he's going to be different, you know? So, uh, but basically, this form... It said that these recordings exist. And then, uh, so people are saying, like, well, how come the FBI hasn't followed up, you know, when it comes to documents at Mar-a-Lago? You know, they say, oh, it's a dog of a bone, you know, we're going to go look into that. But it's like, oh, but this one, where, like, maybe as a sitting vice president, our current sitting president may have gotten bribed. In order to allow certain things to occur in the country? It's like, should we not look to see if you can buy our president? Perhaps before the next election? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. And so, let's see. Um, Chuck Grassley, yeah, we acknowledge it. They can confirm. They hadn't heard it, whatever. Giuliani saying crazy stuff. I don't... So it's like a situation of if you don't look into it... It doesn't exist? Like, if we don't look into the recordings, they don't actually exist. Yeah. Well, I mean... That's great. I mean, if the FBI hasn't heard the recordings... If the FBI hasn't heard the recordings, if the Congressional Committee on whatever the hell hasn't heard them, then they're not evidence, are they? <laughs> I mean, we don't even know that they really exist until we hear them. It's like... Well, do you want to hear him? <clears throat> you know, we're just so busy. Hear what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't you realize we have all these other things? Did you hear about the parents in Virginia? We've got things to look into. <laughs> they show up at these parent-teacher conferences, and they're pissed. And so we were just, we're just so busy. As my dog would say, so beachy. Um... But, uh, well, whatever. I don't think anything I don't think else on this is worth a damn. Um, but, the, but yeah, actually, to your question, there was that whistleblower from the IRS that said um, politics has gotten way too into this uh, 
investigation into Hunter's tax stuff. Because <clears throat> remember, that was the big thing. Like, like we'll open an investigation against Hunter. It's like, oh, cool, about all the Ukrainian stuff? They're okay to be shipping. He's fudging his taxes. He's not reporting all this stuff. And, you know, Hunter's just like, no, we are. We're going to have to get to the bottom of this. Little flashes. I think maybe when we implement our, our big plan B or plan A, number one, might be able to fix some of this stuff. Um, but, you know, they, uh, they're like, oh, it's just taxes. He didn't do his taxes, right? Um, and so the whistleblower is like, listen, guys, <clears throat> I will spill my beans, spill my guts, you know, uh, spill the beans. I mean, um, like my Lejeune intro there. Ooh, yeah. um, but he's like, I just want protections. I just want whistleblower protections. I don't want to be fired. I don't want to be sent off to Siberia. I don't want to accidentally get hit by a train or something. I just, I kind of want to do it the right way. So just give me protections. I got lots to tell you about how they're not really investigating Hunter Biden because the White House says not to. And so everyone's just like... <clears throat> Where did we put whistleblower protection <laughs> forms? And uh, one of the main guys, uh, the Republicans that's in the whatever in Congress, he said at some point, he's like, lost contact with the whistleblower, don't know who he is, don't know how to get in touch with him. Wow. Just, you know, he didn't get the protection, and so he just either buttoned up or had a heart attack or something. Oh, the old heart attack dart. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Heart attack dart. <laughs> attack um the thing about i think a lot of people are forgetting just how corrupt we really were in ukraine when he was vp biden um just i grabbed a couple things let me see it would be this might be essential facts um All right, this is from an article in Breitbart about something else, but I wanted to, uh, it has a nice little summary here. In late 2013 and into 2014, mass protests <clears throat> erupted in Kiev, Ukraine, demanding uh, integration into Western economies and an end to systemic corruption that had plagued the country. At least 82 people were killed during the protests, which culminated on February 21, when Ukrainian Prime Minister Viktor Yan- Yanukovych abdicated by fleeing the country less than two months later <clears throat> over the span of 28 days significant events involving the biden's unfolded on april 16th 2014 so you know not that much longer that's what two months later vice president biden met with his son's business partner devin archer at the white house five days later vice president biden visited ukraine and he soon after was described in the press as the public face of the administration's handling of ukraine the day after his visit, Archer joined the board of Burisma. Hmm. Biden wow. goes there. Five days after meeting with Archer, one day after that, he's on the board. Uh, six days after that, on April 28, British officials seized 28 million, or sorry, 23 million from the London bank accounts of Burisma's owner, Mikola Zolachevsky. Fourteen days later, on May 12th, Hunter Biden joined the board. Fourteen days later. Hmm. Uh, after that, so 20 days after Archer, Hunter Biden joined the board of Burisma, and over the course of the next several years, Hunter and Devin were paid millions of dollars from a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch for their participation on the board. <clears throat> the 2014 protests in Kiev came to be known as the Revolution of Dignity, a revolution against corruption in Ukraine. Following that revolution, Ukrainian political 
Uh, figures were desperate for U.S. support. Zolochevsky would have made sure relevant Ukrainian officials were well aware of Hunter's appointment, blah, 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 blah. So basically after that, it was just like, we got a Biden. We got a Biden. Um, oh, I didn't open my little slidey on here. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, let me see. Well, that's, and so that's kind of the start of it, which was just, you know, and what that doesn't really touch on is that, like, we implemented that coup. We were on the ground. Our, what the hell was her position? She wasn't Secretary of State. She was, I think, in the State Department. But, you know, we had people on the ground handing out food and stuff to all the protesters, people that were rising up. And uh, we're oh, we didn't do anything. It's fine. <laughs> um, let's see. Here's a little summary of some of the stuff. This is on Fox News. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, Hunter Biden joined the board of Burisma in 2014. Uh, Hunter had little background in energy. Over 16 months, he got paid $3 million. Uh, Joe Biden led the policy. Bop, bop, bop. Burisma sought to capitalize on the Biden's name and relationship. <clears throat> Hunter Biden, according to the New York Times, uh, helped assemble the company's legal team, which consisted of American attorneys and consulting firms, including former Obama Justice Department official. Burisma is led by an oligarch named Mikola Zolachevsky, <clears throat> who has served as an ecology minister under pro-Russian leader. Da, 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 da. Uh, Burisma was under legal uh, scrutiny shortly before Hunter Biden was appointed to the board. British authorities uh, froze all that money. And da, 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 da. Morgan Stanley <clears throat> shows numerous lines of money going into the account of Robert H. Biden. I assume that's Hunter. Funds originated from oligarchs, anonymous LLCs in Ukraine, China, Kazakhstan, which was, of course, Borat, and elsewhere. <laughs> um, yo, in 2013, uh, VP Biden took his son on Air Force Two to China. Ten days later, Hunter Biden's firm scored a $1.5 dollar deal with a uh, subsidiary of the Chinese government bank of China. So, one and a half billion dollar deal secured when you ride out on uh, Air Force Two pops. I think I might actually put together a whole, like, Ukraine episode, because, like, there's so much more to this. There's a guy, um, what is his name? His name is, uh, that sounds all this Jeffsky, it's Igor or something. Um, but old Igor <coughs> was, uh, I think I might have his name right here, Kolomoisky, Igor Kolomoisky. And he, uh, I think he was one of the founders of Privat Bank, which is kind of like Bank of America. <coughs> Excuse me. Can't wait till the cough button's there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he was like a founder of Privat Bank, which was going to be nationalized because, they found out that him and the other kind of co-founder had, like, continuously made loans to, like, basically themselves as LLCs and just kind of funneled money out of the bank constantly. And so they were like, well, we're going to nationalize this bank. Well, at some point, uh, the U.S., I think in conjunction with the IMF, sent, like, $1.5 billion or $1.8 billion in aid to Ukraine. Well, it goes to their big bank. Privat Bank. Well, that money then went out to like this LLC type thing in Cyprus. And then from there it went out to uh, something else. 
And anyway, it's gone. You know, it's gone. But, like, all these players are all there. And, like, we just kept sending money. We disappear and end up people's banks. End up back in Biden's pocket. And so, like, now we're looking at this this war in Ukraine. And it's, it's interesting because, like, a lot of Democrats or, like, left-leaning people are very supportive of Ukraine. But I don't think they're thinking about it fully. They're just like, you got to stop Russia, right? And America's pretending to care about Ukraine. America does not care about Ukraine. We want to weaken Russia. When, <clears throat> when we got bogged down in Vietnam, we responded to the Soviet Union by getting them bogged down in Afghanistan by us training this very nice gentleman named Osama bin Laden. And so after him and his nice organization called the Taliban, uh, after we trained them, we got them bogged, the Soviet Union got bogged down with them. We said, that's great. We love you, Osama bin Laden and you wacky Taliban. <laughs> and then, of course, later, we have to fight them. And then we get bogged down in Afghanistan for 20 years. And so we're like, well, how do we give Russia and Afghanistan after we gave the Soviet Union of Vietnam? It's like, Ukraine. But we will, we are, because we're heroes... We don't care how many buildings we have to sacrifice. We don't care how many people we have to sacrifice. We will go through the entire Ukrainian populace until that whole country is just flat level dead in order to stop Russia because our heart is that big. But it's just, you know, it's we're taking advantage of the situation to try and get an outcome that will help us, pretending that we care about Ukraine. Um, <clears throat> but I think beyond that, I think Biden's still making that cash. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, if you're doing construction, there's a lot of ways to launder money through construction, and people get make a lot of ill-got gains laundering. Construction is great for laundering. I imagine war is better. I can't imagine what you could just... It's like a financial VPN. Oh, yeah, you know? right? That's a great... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it just seems like... Cause what, Money goes missing or whatever. It's like, we're in a war. I don't know. We bought missiles or something. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And like, yeah, I have seen some pictures of uh, some like the Ukrainian oligarchs or whatever. Some of the, where some of our aid money is going to. And it's like, damn, that's a nice house. Some nice cars on the water. Like, y'all aren't getting bombed at all over there, huh? It's like, I guess, guess that aid's helping. <laughs> and I bet you that aid's going to end up in Hunter's pocket at some point. All right, well, I think that's enough for this week with our fancy yellow border. Um, remember to click to follow us on the YouTubes and the Rumbles and the Twitters and, I don't know, everything else. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, I don't know, Homing Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> but hit the alerts and all that kind of stuff. Just uh, LoadedTalk.com, as always, has all the information you need. Uh, so, you know, that's all I got for this week. What you got there, Chuck? Have a good week. See you guys next week, Planet Earth. That's right. Oh, and happy Juneteenth. Yeah. That's right. Got Monday off. Boop, boop. All right. Bye, everybody.